what's going on out there, everybody, live on Facebook, Periscope, YouTube. It is the Shake Back Sports OT. It's your boys, Corey Ellison. What's going on? What's good, fam? Happy Friday. Happy Friday it is. Willie Epting, Jr., man, just in case you didn't know who we are. Like Biggie said, if you don't know. Now you know, baby, baby. That's right. Uh, the live show or the regular show, rather, has just concluded. It will be on the 12s and 6s, Saturday and Sunday uh, on the network. Tune in at bgcsports.net as well as Simple Radio. And you can tell your smart uh, speaker to tell or tell Alexa, rather, to, uh, hey, play BGC Sports. And that's where you'll find us. This is the uh, podcast version. Um, and it is going straight to iTunes as well as Spotify and Google Podcasts. Very, very excited about that. And uh, in case you missed it in the first or in the regular show, we ain't gonna tell you nothing that we talked about. You gotta go and listen to it. Exactly. There you go, Corey. What's good, man? What's good on this Friday, man? Um, just gonna get ready to go watch my son play here in a little bit. Uh, they got a basketball tournament. Uh, they won their first round, so. Got their second round game tonight at seven o'clock um, against Liberty Christian. So anxious to get out there and, and see what my man gonna do. Already, and uh, I can't wait to get out there and check him out. I saw uh, I saw London a little bit earlier when he came in, and uh, he looking like he is uh, still tall as a weed. And I can't wait to get out there to see him too. So, man, a lot of great balling balling going on in the. Uh, in the Ellison household, man, these days, you got one in college and one in high school and uh, looking for championships and scholarships at the same time. Absolutely. Trying to get that school paid for, man. That's right. All right, man. So let's get to it in this OT. Uh, Roy Jones Jr. <laughs> the head busser, the former head busser and Iron Mike Tyson in the exhibition match this past saturday on pay-per-view um i saw some of the fight and from what i saw it was towards the end of the fight and to me they look like two dudes that had just got done arguing about who was going to drink the last 40 and started fighting and when they fight they when they were fighting they looked like they were washing clothes pretty good yeah pretty good you saw the fight all of it correct yes talk to us about it man the absolute best part of this fight was snoop dogg's commentary man this this dude was so funny man i that's that's the part i enjoyed the most um the mike tyson roy jones um hug fest it wasn't that good um the, the Nate Robinson. Um, wait, 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 wait. Don't get to that yet. Not yet. Well, the best part of the fight for me, based on what we're talking about right now, was Snoop Dogg, man. His commentary was, was ridiculous, and he just had me laughing the whole night. Well, you know, Snoop Dogg is uh, – he's now appearing in Corona commercials. <laughs> he's now – obviously, he's uh, 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 commentating on, on fights – um, he's been on he's been on multiple sports shows on different networks. Um, so he needless to say, he's expanding his territory. Oh, yeah. Him and Martha Stewart got that 
that uh Tostitos green stuff commercial together. So mm-hmm. Uncle Snoop ain't just Uncle Snoop no more. Uncle Snoop is the entrepro, you know what I'm trying to say. Yes, but sir. As far as me, man, from what I could see at, at the end of the fight, um, it it, it, it kind of looked like they didn't want to really hit each other. And you know, I was surprised that it actually went the distance, you know. But when you when you talked about the rules on the last episode of the OT, Corey, you said that anybody got cut, the fight was gonna stop immediately. And if anybody got knocked down, the fight was gonna stop immediately. But my thing was this: Mike Tyson wasn't training like he was just trying to go out there and shadow punch with the dude. He was training like he was gonna knock him out. And a lot of people, including myself and you too, because we both said it last week that we were scared for Roy Jones Jr. and uh he survived. And I thought the interview at the end was also pretty funny because uh, I forgot who it was that was doing the interview with him when they were standing at the top of the platform on the stage and they were asking Roy Jones Jr. about not having fought in, you know, whatever, how many amount, amount of time it was. And Mike Tyson said, well, why y'all so worried about him? He just stopped fighting three years ago. My ass hasn't fought in 13 years or whatever it was. And he was like, y'all should be worried about me. <laughs> It was, you know, the names were once box office names, but on the scale, man, do you think it would have? Do you think it is was worthy of um of of a pay per view and watching it? The fight itself. No, it wasn't. Even though it was forty nine ninety nine, like I told you before, the fight even happened. If I would have had to pay for it, I wouldn't have paid for it. Um, so no, it wasn't. All right, so. <laughs> He wanted to get to this part, and uh, we're going to get to this part right now because uh, Nate Robinson, former NBA point guard, played with the New York Knicks and a host of other teams, the Boston Celtics, won a slam dunk championship uh, as well, Five foot nine. You know, Corey, when he was in high school, he was actually a parade All-American quarterback. And uh, – mm-hmm. So he was one of those types of athletes that was just freakish in nature, being only 5'9 and can get up. So Nate Robinson has made his way into the land of boxing. And uh, it didn't fare too well for him, did it, Corey? No, sir. Not at all. He um, he bit off more than he could chew, man. <laughs> literally. Almost literally because the way that he was laying on that ring like he was trying to chew up some of the, uh, some of the canvas. Man, um boxing is not a game man you can't just you just can't wake up out your sleep and say oh i think i'm gonna go box man you gotta have skill you gotta be tactical you gotta know how to move you know you gotta know how to get inside your your opponent's body he couldn't do none of that man he was swinging wild like i i just don't get it man for all the noise that he was talking i don't get it at, at this point Nate Robinson can't talk bad about nobody. He can't try to cap on nobody because for the rest of his life. Are you going to see it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly, man. Jake Paul ain't no joke, man. That that dude is stout. Um, he takes it seriously. You can tell. Now, I think he may be biting off a little more than he can chew, asking for the people that he's asking for to fight next. I don't know if you're ready for Conor McGregor and all the other people you're asking for. Maybe, maybe he is. I don't know, but what we saw, man, of Nate Robinson, R.I.P. to Nate Robinson in the in the boxing realm. I hope he never get back in the ring again. 
Um, but like I said, what made that fight, man, was was Snoop Dogg and his commentary every time Nate got dropped. Uh, his oh lord, man, he just he, <laughs> it, it it was comical, man. I I enjoyed I enjoyed that part seriously. So is this one of those uh, things that could uh, uh you know I don't know, man. With 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 that whole ordeal, I mean, did they did they really? Oh my god. Oh, it just came out of nowhere, didn't it? <laughs> it just came out of nowhere. I mean, like Siri for real is like So that wasn't plotted, that wasn't planned. No, not at all. I'm telling you, man, it's like it just came out of nowhere. And in case you didn't hear that, ladies and gentlemen, that is the did you see that uh sounder that we play or that we have in the segment during the regular show. Um, but for some reason, it showed up here out the blue. Right on time, actually. Yeah, even better. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, did they even get paid? They, they didn't get paid for this, did they? Or did they? Uh, Nate Robinson and Jake Paul. Right. I believe they did. I don't cool. know how much, but but yeah, I think they did get paid for it. Well, good for them. Good for Nate because he got he got a check for going to sleep and. uh that's the American way. I want to say, I want to say it may have been like five hundred thousand dollars. Right. Mm. Well, once again, there you go. That's the American way. <laughs> All right, man. Um, so we're gonna move on and uh talk. There was a big deal that happened in college football, man, and um I thought it was tremendous, and uh gotta give props to the Vanderbilt Commodores in their game, their SEC game this past week uh, where they had Sarah Fuller actually come in and kick off in the second half. She's a soccer player on the Vandy's women's team. I thought it was another historic moment in an otherwise historical year. I mean, it just, it was just that fitting to me. Um, And anybody that has an issue with this story, you need to check your ticker. Because uh, walls are being broken, barriers are being broken, traditions are being changed, and uh, all kinds of stuff are being torn down. Corey, what were your thoughts? She's only the third. I think she's she's the first kicker to ever participate in a Power Five football conference or a fi- Power Five conference football game. But I think she's either the third or fourth women's player to play in a college football p- game. Period. Um, what are your thoughts, man, on uh, on Miss Sarah getting out there and getting her kick on? Man, I definitely uh, echo your sentiments uh, regarding that. Um, I just think it's wonderful um, the power that that our women have in the United States these days, uh, from uh, women in the NBA uh, reffing and coaching. Uh, same thing in the NFL, uh, Kamala Harris. Uh, and now this young lady kicking for, you know, a power five football team. They just keep breaking down barriers, man. And I'm happy to see it. Um, we should all be equal, um, regardless of race, color, gender, uh, however you want to say it. So, um, big props to her, man. And big props to, to Vanderbilt, even, uh, giving her that type of platform to do that. Agree. And do you know that she was actually named special teams player of the week? Yes, I saw that. Even more awesome. So um, in a year, I mean, the look, the 2020 or the year of 2020 has brought us 
so many things, um, you know, that we've never seen before, you know, including the pandemic and the stoppage of all sports across this nation and across this world. It seems as though, Corey, that with stories like this, at least we are ending the year on a much better note than we started. Because if you think about the first news, the first major news that we got, and that was the crash, the helicopter crash that involved Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna and the rest of those people on that aircraft, that's where it started. And it has yeah. gone downhill ever since. I agree. All right. So um, talk a little college football playoffs, man. Playoffs. Yeah. Just to, look, this college football season for me, man, has been really, really tough to keep track of. I've been keeping my eye on it, uh, particularly here in the latter stages of the, of the season. But the current college football rankings have Alabama at number five. Uh, I'm sorry, at number one. Uh, Notre Dame at number two, Clemson at number three, Ohio State. No, no, that's not right. Yeah, that is Alabama at number one, Notre Dame at number two, Clemson at number three, and Ohio State at number four. What's miraculous about this, Corey, is that Ohio State has only played four games, and Notre Dame has played nine. That's crazy in itself. And um, <laughs> down on the other end of the of the pole, if you will, uh, USC, Washington, Oregon, three and four games there. And, um, you know, there's been a lot of cancellations. There's been a lot of uh, postponements. But uh, the brain trust of the college football entity, if you will, are, are dead set on getting this thing completed. Any issues with this top four? I really don't see how you can put Ohio State there, like you said, with only playing a few games. Um, for me, man, I really haven't had any motivation to watch college football this year just because of everything that's going on and how COVID has just pretty much torn it apart. Um, I really I really don't know how you're going to come out with, you know, the top four seeds um, going forward. So, so for me, I really can't say because I really haven't paid that much attention to college football this year, like, like I usually do in other years. Yeah, and, and that's, that's unfortunate because when you do watch the games, it looks very weird because there's no people there. Yeah. There's no student section. Uh, and to me, that is what sets apart college football from the NFL, uh, not just the play on the field, but the exuberance of the fans in the stands. And, you know, unfortunately what I have been finding out for me personally, as a fan that I get, I get some energy and motivation from watching the fans act the fool in the stands <laughs> and then um, having an effect on the play on the field. So, I'm with you there, but in terms of um, in terms of these four teams, look, I know Notre Dame beat Clemson a few weeks ago. Clemson did not have Trevor Lawrence, and it was a close game, and the game was played at South Bend, where the Irish's home stadium is, the Golden Domers. Um, they're going to meet again. They are going to meet again in the ACC title game, and I think with Trevor Lawrence being back in the lineup, it's going to be a different story. Um, but what do you do? Because you're going to have Clemson that's going to have a loss, and you have Notre Dame that's going to have a loss. So how are you going to tell uh, how, who's going to who is going to be the one that they select? I guess it depends on it. Well, if Clemson wins and they win can or handedly, then I guess they'll give it to Clemson based on who lost who lost later last. And that, points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's unfortunate as well. And then with uh, with Alabama, 
they're steamrolling towards the uh, SEC championship. And uh, prayers up, man, for Coach Nick Saban. He had a positive COVID test. He did experience some mild symptoms, but it, it's all expected that he's going to be back real soon. Ohio State sitting there at number four, led by Justin Fields, the quarterback. Uh, Texas A&M is in there. Florida is in there, and Georgia is in there. So you got you have four teams that in the top nine from the SEC, and I think Cincinnati is going to be on the outside looking in. They are undefeated, but they don't they play in a they play in a non Power Five conference. Although they do have one of the best uh, defenses in the country, uh, there, Corey, and they're playing. They're, they're, they have the best team that they have had since uh, Brian Kelly, who's now at Notre Dame, was there. And I remember Marty Marty Gilliard, where there was there one of their one of their wide receivers. He was an All American and was a terrific talent. All right, man. So you got anything else, man? Because we winded down the OT, man. Got anything else? Uh, well, since we brought up boxing. Uh... Just want our people and our listeners out there to go out and support our goddess week, local town, home hero, Errol Spence Jr., uh, fighting Danny Garcia uh, this coming Saturday. Um, so just want to remind people of that, man. Uh, rooting for the guy. Um, I don't know if any of y'all have seen his preparation and the story that he did um, after he had his car crash, which if you look at it, man, he's he's blessed to have walked away from that and being where he is. So um, that's it, man. Just just, just go support the, the local hometown boy, man, and let's try to get this win. Yeah, and he definitely has a, uh, a shakeback story in itself. I'm glad you brought that up, Corey. Um, that tremendous car wreck that he had last year, a little more than a year ago, actually nearly killed him. And uh, he was in the hospital for a while, and here he is back in the ring doing what he loves to do. All right, man. So that's going to wind it down for this episode of the Shake Back Sports OT. Make sure y'all download OT, Shake Back, uh, <laughs> as well as Spotify and Google Play, and also subscribe to our YouTube page. For Corey Elson, this is Willie Upton Jr., man. We out.